It's Monday night, kids. It's another episode of The Loud Pedal. I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? Jennifer, the ghost, Houseman. Hello. And of course, me, the mouth. Tonight's guest is Dwayne Howard. Welcome to the show, Dwayne. Hi. Nice to join you tonight. How's everyone doing? We're doing okay, buddy. We're waiting for spring. <laughs> you got that right. Enough of this white stuff. It's time to see some brown dirt. That's it. Yes, that's it. Some dust flying, some dust in your ass, some dirt in your beer. Right. So, uh, 2021 season, Dwayne, obviously you got the new ride this year. Uh, so, what's uh, what's your plans as far I, I mean, that's all you're going to do, Diamond and Grandview. Are you still going to do some of the, the South Series stuff with Deo? Uh, yes. Uh, we have a pretty active and aggressive schedule for 2021 um, the gets 15g big concrete car will be uh will be competing weekly at big diamond and grandview shooting for the championships of both tracks and uh, we also will be attending any chance we get to bridgeport new egypt and we also have on the schedule to race as many south series day shows as we possibly can so uh we have a really really uh, assembling a great race team. Um, the cars are excellent condition. Uh, new cars. Uh, Billy the Kid, three spec motors that we're going to use for Grandview and Big Diamond. And uh, yeah. the team is really anxious to get going and very prepared. So uh, I heard you say, you know, Bridgeport, if, when you can get there. Uh, were you able to make it down there last year for the, the new um, track setup? Um, yes, we were. We were there um, in the rained out event. Then we came back. We were qualified for the 100 lapper and uh, had a misfortune of getting a flat tire uh, maybe halfway to three quarters away through the event. Um, great racetrack. Fun for a driver up on the wheel racing uh, wide. Um, and if your car is really, really good and you're disciplined to run the bottom, you can sneak around the bottom also. But uh, very, very nice facility. Love to see the new track in Jersey and uh, keep this racing atmosphere, small block modifieds uh, around here. And uh, just great to see a new track open. Now, um, you know, with the where you sat at all to see the old 5.8s go away, because, you know, you're you're pretty damn good on the 5.8 track there, too. You know, I'm sad to see the 5.8s go. Um, I'm one that really liked uh, Super Dirt Week. Uh, the Syracuse Mile, and I love the 5-8 track at uh, Bridgeport. Um, now my years there, the championships there with the Heinemann car and the BPG car, when we had some super years, and uh, I, I really was disappointed to see the 5-8 go, but, uh, you know, things change, and uh, what they did there with the new track is awesome, too. So, uh, again, it's up on the wheel. It's kind of not like the 5.8 where you had time to relax, where uh, the new Kingdom of Speed Track, um, you don't do that. You're up on the wheel and everything. <laughs> yeah. You're like sprint car racing in a modified. Yeah, it is. I mean, you have the slide jobs. You have to uh, discipline yourself to know, know when you're going to miss that guy, slide the guy. And uh, there's a lot of give and take. And when you don't have that on the, the speed you're traveling at, that track uh you're gonna have some problems but a great place to race um i forget what year it was you're in the 114 and you decided to take a shot at ocfs for a season what was uh why did you do that so, to try something different we tracked up the delaware trail from here in pennsylvania because we needed to get better on the slicker tracks. dirt yeah. track slick conditions um right. We went up there, we spent a full year there, and we did learn a lot. Um, there, there's nothing better than go to a new place and go against the competition that we did back then. It just helped my career uh, immensely by going up there. It was a long way, back and forth, getting home late nights, but it was well worth it when we did that. Because after you had the experience at OCFS, you'd come up, you know, a couple times for the Super Dirt Series, uh, Super Dirt Week race, and uh, Eastern States a couple times, and you did seem you got better results. Is that do you result that to um, doing a full season at Orange County? Uh, it was, 
you know, we were able to venture out and be more respectable when we did show up at them racetracks because of what we learned going to Orange County that, that full year. Uh, we never really won a race um, other than maybe a heat race or two at Orange County, but um, it was a tough place, probably the toughest place I ever raced uh, for a full season. And it, it taught us a lot of uh, knowing your cars and knowing the setup on the different tire situation, things like that, that prepared us to go out on the road. Now, Dwayne, your your resume, your racing resume, I mean, it speaks for itself. You, there's a lot you've accomplished in your career. Um, what would you say is the, the biggest win that you, you've um, you have over the years? The biggest win? Yeah. Um, I'd say, you know, all all the extra dip, distance races, I don't know if I'd pick one. Um, I remember 100 lappers at Penn National when you know, things just went wrong all night. Um, every extra distance race where the event is more of a spectacle right. is uh, very, that's something that for me throughout my career, I always got really anxious to race for all the 76ers, um, the Cold Crackers. And the most disappointing one that I didn't win that really um, disappointment for my career was not winning Super Dirt Week. Um, at the Syracuse oh, yeah. Mile. Yeah. We were yeah. in the top five yep. many times. Yep. And we're something we wanted really bad and just never yep. got it. You were close. You were close a couple times. Had a pretty good showing up there. Yeah, we were. We always had a liking to the racetrack. Um, pit strategy was really, really um, good for us over the last five years when we attended there. So just came up a little short. That's a tough track to win at, especially, you know, when it's super dirt week and everybody, like I literally mean, everybody, like there. everybody. Yeah. You got the best of the best, you know, so. Right. I mean, that would have been cool to see you win one. Um, now, do you have a a plan on how many, how long you plan on racing? Do you have like a, you know, like, hey, I'm going to give this a go for three more years, four more years, or is that something you've never even really thought about? I really don't think about it as long as I'm healthy and I enjoy what I'm doing. Um, I want to be a competitive. I want to be up front. I want to win races. I want to win championships. And when I feel that desire is not there to do that, it, it would be time to step away. But I, I feel I'm healthy enough. I'm good shape. Um, so I really haven't thought about, you know, when my retirement date is coming. Now, are you still are you still having fun? I am. I am. Right. When you, you win, you have fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Yeah. That makes it when better. You're and you know, you're going to the the shop. You're going interacting with the crew and having a good time. And you know, wins will come, and right. happiness will come. So, I mean, when you're winning, you're happy. When you're competitive, you're you have more drive. When you're competitive, and when you lose that goal, what everybody's searching for, I think assembling myself with this new team with Butch uh, Motorsports, I think we have that. Everyone there has a passion and determination to win, which we can't wait to get to the shop. It's not a job getting to the shop. It's not a job trying to get cars done. Uh, we can't wait to get out and get racing. So, I mean... That, that's what it takes. It takes a whole teamwork, and I, I think we're assembling that. Um, speaking of, you know, getting ready to go racing, um, assuming your first race this year will be down at Georgetown? It will. We will be there for both events, yes. Uh, are you guys – I know you said you had three uh, spec small blocks. Do you guys have an, have, bleh, have an open motor, too, for the uh, the big block races? We will. We will have the three spec motors that we'll use at Grandview and Big Diamond. We have a 360 Billy the Kid motor that we'll be utilizing on the Deo series. And we also have a Ritter Performance Machining 380 400 motor that we will have at our disposal to use uh, maybe like at pen can shows if we can pop in there or anything else where that bigger motor might be an advantage. Uh, now with the new team, it sounds like you're very, very excited. You have brand new excitement with the brand new team, which is, that's good. 
Um, do you guys plan on if if we're allowed to go racing in New York? Do you plan on hitting a couple of New York shows at all, or are you gonna play that one by ear? Um, I will. In addition to our Getz Motorsports team, I also will be behind the Ryan Allsdorf Allsdorf Family 8A and select big block events. Um, we have a small schedule when it don't interfere with the Getz Motorsports schedule. We plan to run maybe a dirt show or two and okay. possibly um, back to Orange County shows. So um, we're looking to do a little bit more racing in the big block um, and miss the big block racing a little bit. So um, it'd be nice to get back behind the big block and back on Hoosier tires. Speaking of Orange County, you know, that uh, that big block payout this year for the championship is pretty intriguing, you know. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. So is, the, tough for, so is the small block one too. Twenty five thousand. Right. You that win, is, you're in. You know, you could show up in April, right? First show, you win, you're in the playoffs for for the small block title. That's what they say. You win, yeah, one, you're that's in. what he's. Yeah, he's. That's right. what he's doing. So just show up, go hang out, go win two championships if you want. Right. <laughs> Which would be tough to run Grandview in Orange County simultaneously. If you could pull it off, I I will definitely come on the show. I will run around in public, say you are the greatest of all time to pull shit off like that. <laughs> that would be a, a feat, but uh, I'll try to shoot for one of them first. Yes, yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, exactly. Probably the one closer to your house. Correct. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. I mean, that would be badass if you could pull it off. Just saying. Just that so you've never seen anything like that before happen. <laughs> It would be interesting. Yeah, how could Dwayne be in two spots at one? Because he's that freaking right. good. That's right. how. <laughs> now, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Brian. Uh, Dwayne, uh, right. going, going back to, uh, you know, you're, you've had a pretty lengthy career. Uh, do you have a track that's like uh, your favorite track to race at? And don't say Grandview because you run there every week. Yeah, <laughs> or, or Big Diamond. You can't say Big Diamond either. Yeah, those are your two weekly tracks. They can't be your favorites. I would say the time we went to Virginia Motor Speedway with the Modifieds were there. We were very, very good there. And uh, I actually was in contention to win that race. That was a neat racetrack. Um, Only there one time. But that's a memory that I have that sticks out. That You know, that's one of my favorite racetracks. And locally, of course, I'd have to say Bridgeport to 5-8 mile. Yeah, I love the 5.8s. That track was five, amazing. Yeah, the five eights was cool. What was cool about that, my first time when I was living at PA uh past three years, was uh, how they lined you guys up outside before you took the feature. I thought that was just badass. That that was great as a fan. Right. It, it is. You know, to mingle with the fans and the kids. and uh, Right. Yeah, that's it's, what it's about. You need that interaction can happen. Yeah, I, I do believe Bridgeport is trying to get back to that again this year. Um, right. Doug, Doug Rose really wants to keep continue that. I think he was just right. having issues with drivers getting in the car fast enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So we'll see. I would like to see it continue. Now, do you have a, and this isn't, you know, trying to bash any tracks or bring tracks down. But did you have a track that was kind of like your least favorite track? Like maybe you didn't get as excited to go to this one track rather than other ones? Um, I'd say I don't think I really ever despised the racetrack. I was always anxious to go to new tracks. But a couple of disappointing runs where you think, you know what, and I don't ever have to come back here again <laughs> would probably be like probably Woodhall and uh, – a little bull ring. Some of them were where I just didn't race well at. And, and right. not because of the race track or anything. Um, we just didn't do well there. And right. the traveling there for us, you know, get off work and going there. So that's why I think I say that, not because of the particular of the racetrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that makes sense. Uh, and it's, it's, we've, we've, we've talked to quite a few drivers, you know, and it's, it's, it, they all say the same thing. Living down in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, it's just, Logistically speaking, it's really tough to run, you know, uh, you know, New York races or super dirt car races. It just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. 
It is. Logistics for us is so difficult. You know, we have tracks here that are pay very well. They're yeah. consistent in what they do. Yeah. Grandview, yep. you know they're going to open up the gates, and there's not going to be much change. You know, the people you're going to see, you know, the track condition you're going to see. And just like Big Diamond, I mean, they pay very well. Our local tracks pay very well. They pay, Grandview pays an excellent championship. So, I mean, for us to venture out and search for them, new tracks uh, just something that's really hard for pennsylvanians and racers down here to do and probably more so that's why we don't do it because we're we're treated well where we race right now uh speaking of uh, grandview's championship paying well how many championships do you have at grandview um i'd be lying if i'd answered i really don't keep track um i do not know okay. i think, think it might I, I think you have like six or seven Okay, there you go. <laughs> and I'm the forgetful one. <laughs> Only when it comes to like trivia and like history and stuff, then I'm, I'm on. That's why why mm-hmm. I'm went up to the kitchen. I'll stay in there forever. I, I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Well, we're shooting for that extra one. Add add one more. So we're yeah, our goal right. is for championships and win races. And I think with Butch and the arsenal that professional team that Butch is assembling. I'm going to have everything we need to do that. And once this weather breaks and we can get out there racing, uh, we're going to have a team that'll have the fire and desire behind us to uh, try to make that happen. Here's an interesting question for you. Do you think that dirt modified drivers should get inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame winning a NASCAR championship? You're you're included in that conversation. I do not. I, I think okay, why? So many, I think there's so many other talented and more respected drivers that do it. I still consider this a to me a hobby, side hobby, even right. though I myself as professional as we can be um i think when you're in the hall of fame you you should be considered professional and i i'd say no because i think it's just you know even nascar not are sanctioned um there's so many deserving drivers so where do you end it just because it's nascar sanctioned does that mean you should be in the hall of fame when uh the guy up the road running that quarter midget that kid might be just as good to one 800 features in little cars. So that, that's what I, that's my opinion. Hey, you know, that, that actually makes a whole lot of sense, you know, just, just because that was a great answer. Things. Yeah. That, that, just, yeah. That was a great answer. You know, cause then you're, it's almost like, you know, are, are saying so other modified drivers can't be in there just cause their tracks, not NASCAR sanctioned. I get it. Right. Yeah. No, it's, Perfect answer. All right, who who's who's who do you consider your biggest rival across your whole your whole career? Who is your biggest rival? Biggest rival. Yeah, the ones like you guys were just yeah, you guys are rivals. Kind of like uh, all right, like Shepard and Stu. They're they're considered. I guess we consider them rivals. Dale Earnhardt and anybody he was ever on the track with. <laughs> I would say it's a homegrown rival with. Um, you could say his initials. Uh, yeah, <laughs> CVD. Yeah. Oh, oh, would that be? Would that be? Yeah, not not to give his name away or anything. <laughs> I, I think that would be, you know, in the racing spectator world, that's yeah. the the biggest one. But I think between Craig and myself, really don't exist um okay we respect each other for what we do and we're able to do it a long time and uh i I think that's you know either you're one fan or the other one's fan so i mean there's no in between when it comes to me or him so oh god no oh oh then throw you can throw uh the third guy jeff strunk in there too it's like the big three it's it's that's what it's broken up the thirds right there at the grandview i was like holy shit what's going on down here (laughs) 
I mean, I think that's it. You hear about the big three, and yeah, you know, the big three are, you know, on the door, ready to go out. So, not that and we got, are. And you guys, if you guys like it or not, I mean, however you want to look at it, you three are ever going to be for like forever linked to each other because of that. That's right. That's right. And so and I bet you. When you're all sitting down on the porch one day, retired and whatever, you can just sit, kick back, and you guys are all part of the stories and shit you guys could tell and stuff. Is that's got to be pretty amazing. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> now yeah, I, yeah. I like to be a fly in the wall for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Now, are you uh, are you good friends, or maybe not even good friends, but are you on like good speaking <laughs> terms with with Craig and? And Jeff both, because, you know, we had Danny Johnson on the show uh, back in December, and we asked him if he, uh, you know, obviously his biggest rival is Brett yeah, Hearn. So, we, so we, we asked him if they're on speaking terms, and he said they definitely don't invite each other over for barbecues. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say. No, we do. I mean, I see Craig here in town and stuff. I mean, there's nothing like that. No, I mean, we can talk to each other. Jeff is great guy we talked to jeff you know i see him around at different functions or when we could get together at uh events or parties i would see jeff so you know there's nothing like that we speak we're in speaking terms that's good not not nothing that we all hate each other not at all um do you guys uh do you guys do you race each other a little bit harder when you get next to each other because all right before, before you answer that, because when Hearn and Danny were at their peak at their rivalry, those two sons of bitches ran each other, I mean hard. They ran, ran, they ran each other different than they would race anybody uh, else. Are you guys like that when you get near each other, or are you just pretty much, hey, there's Craig next to me, and i got to pass him, and it's like any other car on the track? Um, I'd say between, with us, the big three, I think we race each other um, not like that. I think there's other certain ones where, Say you might pass John Smith, and he wants to get back at you, or he's passing you. They race you a lot harder. I, I think for Craig and Jeff, and the way we race each other is very, very respectful. Because you know, if he's in front, you're going to follow him. If he's behind you, you're going to try to keep behind you. You're yeah, not going to do of nothing course. So, right. that way. So. That's uh, it's it's good to see racers having a lot of respect for each other on the track rather than just going out there and trying to take each other out. Right. I mean, in the younger days, you yeah. know. Oh yeah. Well, that that did happen, and you see it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You see oh, it now yeah. with some um, the younger generation coming along where. Um, they they get to the front, they really do. And once they're in the front, when equipment and competition is so tough, it's it's difficult. So, you know, you're gonna you're gonna rub, you're gonna make some enemies. Oh, every you're not it, you're not getting to the front. Especially it's, racing a track like Grandview, where it's it, it's tight racing. You know, there's not a whole lot of room out there, so you're gonna yeah you're gonna make contact with people. It is tight racing. Yes, it is. And when you have the competition there and, you know, these people that want to get to the front, you you can't give up that inch. Oh, yeah, you got to fight for everything. No, you guys are racing right. within inches of each other. You're going to touch here and there. I, I mean, it is what it is. Right. You just got to hope that calmer heads prevail. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. <laughs> Sometimes they don't. You're right. Yeah, we all we all get in the heat of the moment every now and again. It happens. I don't. I'm cool, I, comic I, I, I can tell yeah. you right now, I would be no good as a driver because oh. I have just driving on the road on the highways. I get <laughs> I get so I get really bad road rage with all the idiot drivers <laughs> out there. So you put me in a, in a race car, and I'm probably gonna be no good. <laughs> <laughs> I've read with him. He's right. Yeah, he's ridiculous. I mean, it's just it's driving to me is is so simple when you're out on the highway, but people find a way to screw it up. 
with myself working on the roads. I see it every day. Yeah. How do some of these get a license to drive? Yeah. Um, makes you yeah. You're probably safer in your race car than out in the road sometimes. <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, that's, that's all right. You, you know, you just pull right out in front of me. I wasn't going 50. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, come on. You know, Dwayne, I, I contemplated at one point in time opening my own driver's ed because I feel I feel I feel like the drivers drivers ed instructors aren't they're not good enough. But then my wife, you know, reminded me that I'd probably have a heart attack because yeah, how bad of drivers yeah. they are. It's called the Michael Clark Griswold Offensive Driving School. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, there's like the racing we do. You got to keep a cool head sometimes. Yeah, just. Hey, can you show us exactly where in the corner panel I can spin him or I'm not going to where I come out of it, okay? <laughs> I think some, what you say there is an advantage that I might have racing the years. You kind yes. of know where, yeah, you where, where you want to with the hit him. Right. Yeah, see, that's not fair. To, well, that would be would, kind of fun. I'd like to cruise around the road with you one day. Just, I don't know. We'll just go for a ride somewhere, see if we can start some shit somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brian. Now watch this. You see, if I hit him here, that that Dwayne was right. Dwayne was. Right. We'll go live. We'll do it. We'll do it live too. That'd be great. Now, now, Dwayne, just because you know the perfect spot to maybe hit somebody and and spin them out and come out clean, that doesn't mean you would actually do that, does it? No. 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 <laughs> no. You've never done that before in your career, right? You're just saying hypothetically. Never intentionally. There you go. See, there it is. Never intentionally. Sometimes shit happens, though, right, Dwayne? Sometimes it happens. Sometimes <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. That's it. That's it. So what uh, what New York tracks have you won? I know you won at a couple. Uh, which ones have you won at in New York? In New York, uh, 10 can, 5 mile. Oh. I don't know of any others, really. Sarah, I think. Do you have a win at Albany, Saratoga? I do not. I do okay. not. That's a pretty no. neat. That's a neat little track. Yeah, they just don't pay no. anything. You know, they don't. No, they really. Um, have you ever? Uh, yeah. Have you? Have you raced at um, Lebanon Valley? I was never there. Oh, really? I was never there. I always thought we'd get there. Um, back in PPG days when we had right. our uh, big block stuff, but we just never got there. Nope. I think it'd be a good track for you. I think it would fit your driving style pretty good. Yeah. Actually, I've never seen the track. I was never there as a fan or, or really? a competitor. It, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a banked paperclip. Take Martinsville and bank it. That's pretty much right. that's what it is. Right. All you gotta do is follow, just follow Kenny Tremont around. Oh, you probably met Kenny anyway. Oh yeah. Mhm. Kenny's a nice mm-hmm. guy. Kenny's actually a really nice guy. And he gets it, around letting them out. Pretty good. Yes, he it, does. Yeah, so, he does. so uh, the the million dollar question, or I should say the the hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, here it comes, Dwayne. Get ready. <laughs> okay. Would would you uh would you wreck uh <laughs> Jeff Strunk or Craig Von Doren on the last lap to win $100,000? I would not wreck them. Rattle the pace a little lean, bit? I would lean on them, take away the line, no matter who it was. If it was Jeff Strunk, Craig Von Doren, or any other competitor for $100,000, you would not wreck them. It would not be right to wreck them. Right. It would be right to lean on them, take away the line, get to the spot before they get to the spot if that's if you're a little late in doing that well i mean a hundred thousand dollars on the line you're 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 uh you're you're biting and clawing and everything you got to try to win that race right mm-hmm. you're right right yeah who, who said they brian which which driver said they wouldn't they wouldn't do anything. They would race the person clean. Remember? Oh, Mike Moreska said he would take out Dave Schilling for $100,000. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> he did. He straight up said it. Just Mike Breska said we take out Dave Schilling for a hundred grand and then give him twenty five thousand. And he and he figured out how much money he would clear after the two grand to fix his car. He walk out like seventy three thousand out of the deal. I swear to God, he said it. Yeah. So so if you're ever racing Mike Breska for a hundred thousand dollars, you other drivers stay the fuck away from him because he's gonna take you out. <laughs> But give you, but give you twenty five grand because he, because he can. Because he feels bad. Because he took you out. Well, hopefully, I had that worked out ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. We're gonna deal with him. I want ten percent, yeah. Mike. You might, right, you might, right. might want to get that in writing. <laughs> yeah. Bring your yeah, lawyers. Man. Bring your. We almost had Mike Mahaney said he would take out his brother in law for a hundred grand. He he did, he took the uh, political answer to. Well, you know, yes, you would, Mike. The answer is yes. Yeah, he danced yeah. around it a little bit. We we knew what he meant. He meant he meant yes. I would take my. All right, now since you're on the show, you know your career is doomed, right? Because uh, well, I bi- hope not. Well, no. <laughs> it all started with Billy Pouch Jr. Billy Pouch Jr. snubbed me in 2000. What the year uh, 2019 at down at New Egypt. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we started this. So we asked him to come on in August. So he ran into a, like a, a a lot of bad luck. And I think even after that. He was actually on the show. He just ran into a lot of bad luck. So we're we're kind of a curse. No, we're no, we're we're really not going to listen to him because we've had drivers on, and then right after they're on, they won that next weekend. Yeah, Matt Williamson knows us. Uh, yeah, Matt Williamson. He won seventy eight thousand in two weeks. After he yeah, got right. us. That was that was after right. he got to us. So. Yeah. So after there you go. Twenty. I want twenty one to be different. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we all, all do. do. Yeah, we, we I don't most. Need, de- I don't, yeah. Right. We uh, we need racing to be back full swing. But, but the cool thing was before I moved back here was since New York was kind of shitty that some of those guys would come down to the coal cracker and the seventy six. I thought the fields were just incredible as far as like the mix of everybody. It did. It did put all competitors at the same big event. Absolutely. That's what I like as a fan. That's I love that. Everybody gets together. Right. Troy makes it a lot tougher for you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Whatever. Regardless, let's just get racing back to some. Yeah, I mean, you look at the the Coke, or not the Coke, you look at the the 76er year, and there was a lot of big-name drivers that went home. Yeah, yes, there was. Yeah. Yeah. Decker yeah. was one of them. Uh, yeah. When's the last time you seen Billy Decker not make a, like a big show? Yeah. Never. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. But whatever. It's all in all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully that changes this year. Things open up. Not that changes. Not that I want, don't want to race against competition, but you know that other tracks are. Yeah, for the health. Yeah, for the health of the sport. Right, right. So, Dwayne, I would like to thank you for coming on the show tonight. Good luck in 2021. I hope to see you at Orange County maybe this year for a race. And congratulations on the new team. Glad you found some new excitement. Yeah, I thank you and uh, look forward to getting started with the whole team. I think we're gonna come out of the box very very strong and i'm really looking forward to it thank you absolutely thanks Dwayne. anybody you want to thank or any sponsors you want to thank before we uh end this yeah i want to thank butch for assembling the team that he is putting together um the bicknell race cars i think we're going to be um really good in the bicknell race cars the penske shocks and dave reedy i think we're going to have a good relationship there um snd body line and and b lawn care and landscaping i also want to thank ritter precision for the motor that he's going to prepare for us for the special shows um Latchall custom carpentry and uh baron's performance warehouse and chuck we got set up there and i think we're going to have good things working with uh chuck and brent so and the whole team you know i gotta thank the whole team that's coming around and you know, with Butch, you get a family atmosphere up there with everybody that he knows and the crew members that he's bringing around. Um, it's just a lot of knowledge when you show up at the shop and the people that stop in, uh, you know, his buddies that he would race with at Ten Can, and 
it's just going to be an awesome year. I really feel that. And I think everybody that's involved, my brothers and everyone that stayed with the team and we're getting the team kind of back together as needed. So um, thank everyone. And we're going to be good. Uh, we're going to be really good. And I can't wait. Yeah, we're uh, we're super excited for you, you and your this new journey in your racing career. And uh, like I said, we thank you for coming on the show and we wish you the best of luck uh, this year and, and moving forward. All right. Thank you. Thank you very Thanks. much. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you. Yep. That was Dwayne Howard, everybody. Good guy. Good guy. That was a good interview. Really good interview. Got to learn a little bit more about him. Yes, that's the really cool thing about on the show is all the different drivers we've talked to. And, and, you know, we all all have our our favorites, you know, and, uh, you know, the drivers that we root for. But getting to talk to all these other drivers, you know. Oh, it's so much fun. It, it's a ton of fun and just and just learning their perspectives yeah. and things. Yep. And, and why you they, did that. Yep. Yeah. Why you did this? Why you did that? And why, what you're thinking? And it's just it, it makes it makes it really hard to not be a fan of like yeah, so it, many different drivers. I used to root against you, but you had you on it. Damn it, you're a nice guy. So you know, I'm kind of root. I'll root for you a little bit. Yeah. So it's, it's, <laughs> I'll take a free shirt from you, sure. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's super cool. So it's definitely enjoyable. And uh, um, yeah, I think. We had a lot of people looking for. We had a lot of people asking for that interview too. So that's good. That's going to do us good. I think he's going to be hot out of the box. To be honest with you, I think I think he's going to be one to watch this year. He sounds really, really like rejuvenated. I guess you could say. Yeah, I I could agree with that. And um, you know, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure down at Georgetown, he's always been he's been fast down there. I know he's. I'm pretty sure he's won a small block race down there. Yeah, probably. I mean, Dwayne. Look, Dwayne's good. Dwayne can hang with the boys up here in New York. You just, you know, you heard him having experience in Orange County, and he did get better. I mean, as far as racing up here. Yeah. No. I mean, I've heard some and, of the PA guys. Yeah, will come up, give it a shot, like maybe Orange County, wherever. Like, I have to race with those guys to get better. And they come back. Look at Mike Goulart. Mike Goulart, I think, got better since he came up here a little bit more, more often. He's gotten. I think he's gotten better. Now he get. Now he's. Now he just beat him in Florida. <laughs> Yeah, and then you know that was that was the whole plan for Creation to go up north too was to to um to go up there and become a better driver, you know, go up there and learn. And obviously, COVID and all that hit, and they ended up not going. Yeah. But I think I think that would do num- like the world of wonders for um, for Ryan's career. Yeah, I think it would too, and it was Stu's fault. Um. Not not that you know Ryan's a terrible driver or anything because I I don't think that at all. But um, obviously he's young, he's still got a lot to learn, and I think you know going to Orange County Weekly would definitely definitely help. Yeah, well, they, Orange County's got it. I don't know, man. They got to do something with that surface. They got to you know work it better. That dust is not good. Yeah, it's, uh, I know. Hey, look, dust is dust, but that's what, when the driver's saying when you can't see, that becomes a safety hazard, obviously. Oh, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, Orange County's not as fast as it used to be, no, but it's, it's still fast. Yeah, and, it's it's a big and when, track. And when you're going that fast and you can't see who's going through the corner in front of you, that's a problem. It's like going 100 mi- like over 100 miles an hour in like a blizzard. Yeah. With your headlights on, like, what do you see? Nothing. Exactly. I hope so. I really, I really, really hope and pray for the old girl. They get it. They get it. They get it done and get it better. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, you never want to see any track fail. Ever. No. no. And if you, you know, no, of course not. Especially that that one's the oldest running track in the country right now since 1919. When the guy that's leasing it right now is a multi-billionaire, there's no reason they shouldn't be able to put money at that surface. Oh, we got new stuff, but you didn't get clay. You got, I, you got like pond sludge. I, it, come on. Yeah. Like, get clay. Get clay. Yeah, get some clay. Go down to PA, get some Pennsylvania red clay, and let's go. Yep. I don't know. I, I you know. Hey, uh, did you hear about the uh, the official at New Smyrna that passed away? I did. That's very tragic. That is very tragic. It's, very, it's uncalled for. Now they're saying they don't. 
They don't know. They're not sure why he passed away. Right, right. I was just going to say that. But 40 people brawl? Yeah, that's ridiculous. There used to be a bar fight back when I was younger in the drinking <laughs> days. I mean, Jesus, 40 Wait, people. So here's my problem. There's no, the track stated that they had no security, no police on site for the event. That's a huge safety issue. That's a no-no. That's a huge safety issue. That track, now that track can be in jeopardy because now. You might as well not race without an ambulance. Yeah. Yeah, like, do that. <laughs> yeah, and take so the catch fans and take can. the catch fans down too. Let's just take all this there's, shit away. There's just, tracks that run without ambulances. That's not. Now, PA, now, you can't do that. Uh, uh, the, New York, yeah, you can't do it in New York either. But I mean, like, it's like, how do you not have any kind of security or any? Especially because this wasn't just a regular show, right? This was a special show. Yeah, it was a special show. So you should definitely, you know, that a special show, you're going to obviously bring a higher car count. You're going to yep. bring more fans. So why the yep. fuck? Other cars, have... other plate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like that just, that's. If they get, they're going to lose. Yeah. That, they're gonna get and they're going to lose big. The track's going to get shut down. That, that's it for that. I, it, that could possibly be it. And you know what? I'm sorry. It's their fault. It is their fault. And like, what? Like, I didn't really read much into it, but like what happened was like, was a guy trying to break up the fight and people just started beating the shit out of him? Yeah, I think yeah, he was trying break, to break yeah. it up. He was trying to break, yes. He was trying to break it up, and then he just, yeah, you yeah. got like a crazed mob, and they just started beating on him. Like, and then he and then he well, sat down, and he started having problems. I don't know if it was a heart attack. I don't know. I don't know. And more, he passed more, away. Yeah, more, more power to him for uh, trying, you know, trying to keep trying, some peace, exactly. Trying to keep some peace, but if there's 40 people fighting. Yeah, bye. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, like, see ya. I'm getting, I'm I'm getting my phone out. We're going on YouTube with this shit. I ain't yeah, involved. I'm out of here. I'm surprised there wasn't a video out there. Yeah, there well, that you never know because, the, yeah. well, the family could have lawyered up and any, anything that would be considered evidence now. Well, that's there, true. There could be a video out there. I haven't searched for one. So, I, I just... It's sad. Yeah, where, where, where'd you guys go? To a hockey game? I mean, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh, is this a Flyers game? <laughs> no, you would have just got five minutes to sit in the box. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, you caused a man's death uh, five minutes in a penalty box. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's just, it's... Where is that track at? That's yeah, in Florida. By, by, by Smyrna Beach or something like that. Wherever the hell that's located in Florida, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, it's it's, just... it's, it's south of us. <laughs> thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank, thank you, didn't, Josh. I didn't I didn't realize, you know, which way was south. Thank you, Easter Bunny. I thought I thought it was actually west of us. You know, out, out, out in the Midwest, I thought there was a, a beach out there. Uh, yeah, there is actually by the water. <laughs> yeah. No oceans out there. Uh, well, what do you think the Great Lakes are, Mike? That's not in the Midwest. Illinois is the Midwest. No. What is it? Midwest is like Oklahoma, Nebraska. That's south. Wyoming. That's, south. Like, that's like that's like southwest. That's south, southwest. South. Southwest would be You're like only a little north there, of us. So. You act like you're so far north. Motherfucker, you need to take some geography lessons or some shit. Southwest would be like Arizona, New Mexico. <laughs> New Mexico, Oklahoma. Nebraska, Wyoming. Nebraska's like... I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm done. Fucking north. <laughs> north would be like Montana, North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Iowa. You know, Washington, Seattle. Maryland. <laughs> Maryland. 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 Oh, Got to some football. That's what Maryland does. Maryland. It's, that's the only thing that sucks about living in Maryland is there's literally no race teams around me. Hagerstown. Oh, Hagerstown is four hours from it's me. Four hours from you, too? Yeah, I'm saying there's no race teams that have shops around here. I got to cross two states, and then we're the same distance. <laughs> I got one, two, I got three within a half hour of me. Four. Four. One of them I mean, is a sprint car. I mean, there's some over in Jersey, South Jersey, which is like 30 minutes from me, but. Yeah, those guys really don't count for anything. Jackie, yeah. we, love, we love all the drivers. 
Uh, now, Jennifer. What? Opening night at Grandview. Approximately five minutes before intermission. Yeah. There's there's going to be a man. All right. He's going to have a briefcase with him. He's going to listen. He's going to order a chicken sandwich and a Coke. <laughs> we don't have Coke. You do now. Right. Uh, right. Okay. Wink. Order. Right. You don't okay. have Coke. Wink, wink. Now he's going to leave the briefcase there. You are to take that briefcase and mind your business. <laughs> I'll send you the account number and routing number later. Uh-huh. All right. Yep. We're putting the loud pedal account, right? If he doesn't. No, if, we're if not. He, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, we're broke for like six years. Where'd you get that 100000 from all of a sudden? If the guy doesn't show up, you have to quit. <laughs> Oh, there goes our money. Well, <laughs> or contact you know who. Yayo. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. No, no Stewart, Kyle Larson news this week. Thank God. Yeah. Well, I mean, last time we had, last time we had an episode last week, uh, Friesen did qualify for a late model race and finished yeah. like seventh in the feature. Finished seventh. That is correct. I'm not not impressed. Okay. Here's my reason why. Because when we had the, when we had these races, case in point, the Georgetown race where everybody got a flat tire except for Stuart Friesen. And all, all yeah, all the Stu fans were like, Oh, it's because he has all these NASCAR engineers on his on his crew that they know how to set the car up so it doesn't eat tires. Okay, so you're telling me he doesn't have those same NASCAR engineers that can't and they can't figure out how to set up a late model. Get the fuck out of here. Wait, that that absolutely he has NASCAR engineers to set up the car so he doesn't eat tires. If the track's gonna eat tires, the track's gonna eat tires. Yeah, I know. Jeff Strunk, one of the smoothest drivers that I've seen, says Grandview eats tires. Yeah. yeah that makes sense to you? That makes no sense. Well, I mean Stu fans don't make sense anyways. And and my question was if you Put Stuart Friesen, what, what is it, the Bilstein 6, the late yeah. model that Kyle Larson, the Bilstein 6? Yeah. Does he get, the, does, would he have better results? Well, no. no. They said, yeah, because now here's the reason. Because a Lucas Oil, it's it's a Lucas Oil late model team. They're a championship team. I said, so? You could, who's going to, you still got, can you put me in it and I can go out and win? No. No. <laughs> no. no. I got no. <laughs> and, here, and here's the difference. That'd be a shit show. Put, Here's the difference too. If you put Kyle Larson and Stu's late model, he'll do, he something do well. He'll still, he'll, he'll, Larson probably still wins the race. Or, or he's going to be t- pretty damn close or a top five. Exactly. Now you're telling me, oh well, Stu, they're trying to figure it out. So Longhorn chassis. Now you know Chris Larson went down, and spent a money. He didn't buy just one chassis. They don't yeah. have. They have. They have their guy there with them. He's probably. They had a liaison there to set his car up. I'm sure they did. I'm not saying Stu's not talented. I'm not. I'm not saying any of that. No, I just I, think, in my opinion, in my opinion, I think Kyle Larson is on a different level than Stuart Friesen. Absolutely, hands down. And just not like again, not take. I think he's on a different level than like you know Shepard, all those I'll, guys. I'll take it one step farther. Not all those guys, but I'll take it one step farther. Not only is Larson a better driver, Christopher Bell is a better driver. Then Christopher it's, Bell's very been, talented. Than Stuart Friesen when it comes to dirt. I I'll 100% agree with you on that. Um, Absolutely, I think he might be a, a tick better than Kyle, a tick better than Kyle Larson. It's close. It, I think it's pretty damn close between the two of them. And uh, Christopher no, Bell and Larson. I'm not taking anything away from Stuart Friesen. He's a very talented driver. He's a modified but, driver. That's his he's, forte. He's not. He's not the greatest thing on dirt. No, he's not. No, he's not. He, and no, I think no, he's, no. I honestly think he's far from it. He's he he's probably one of the uh, because there's so many good top tier sprint car drivers out there that I think could do and late model drivers that I would know, put all right then I would put T-Mac in that conversation being versatile wise absolutely My, probably probably minus the sprint cars because he tried that and he was like yeah no not for me kind of thing but he tried but he has a chili bowl win he's definitely a late model model I would put him in that I would probably put him in that conversation. Reason's not even a the best. Bit. Reason's not even the best sprint car driver in his family. 
No, his wife is. His wife exactly. was actually she was actually pretty good. She wasn't yeah. bad. Exactly. Oh. So uh, yeah. like you said, not taking anything away from Stu, he's a great he's a great modified driver. Absolutely. That's his forte. Yeah. Which but, is fine. That's your nit. There's nothing wrong with that. He's yeah. pretty good in the trucks. All right. Yeah, I mean, sprint car. I, I see, the versatile drivers. They're 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 just, in my opinion, they're a special breed. Yeah, there's they're few far in between. I mean, like the old timers, it would be Billy Powell Senior, Jimmy Horton, um, uh, Kenny Brightbill. Yeah. Uh, probably like uh, Dick Tobias, you know, uh, Toby Senior, uh, Toby Junior. Yeah. Yeah, guys like that, and a lot of those guys come from Pennsylvania. Purdue. Because it's more not, versatile in Pennsylvania. Not Canada. No, there's well, there's sprint car, a couple sprint car tracks up in Canada. Not, not, nothing against our Canadian listeners. I love you all. Yeah, especially you, Matt. I don't think Matt listens. Um, no, probably not. <clears throat> Matt Williamson does not get up out of bed to race for anything less than fifty grand. Yeah. Is that, that good? Um, yeah, that was, uh, I don't know. I mean, all right, here's another, what about Matt Shepard? What if you put Matt Shepard in that Bill Steen six or the 44 late model? What does he do with it? Uh, he does anything with it. Eh? So Shepard ran late models before. Yes. Uh, and he enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, so this is where I, I wouldn't say he goes out and wins right away, but Matt Shepard's driving style is a lot smoother and a lot more meticulous. Right. So, so I think he would fare. I think he would do better, faster in a late model than Stu would. Say his first. All right. Definitely qualifying for every event he's in. Right. And eventually, let's say, I don't know, first race out, top 15-ish. Probably somewhere. That's a safe bet. Those guys race. Probably they race like 50 laps or better usually. They run like 90 races a year. Yeah, I'm saying the length of the length of the races. Oh, yeah. They don't they don't go out and do 30 laps. They do 50s yeah. and stuff like that. Um, okay, so as the as the week progresses, then he probably let's say crack a top 10, maybe top five, maybe last night I got this shit figured out and maybe goes for a win or a top three respectable. I think so, especially with his mechanical engineering background, you know. Yeah, that's that's the big plus for me too. He just the guy's so chassis smart. He is. He's just, and he's very meticulous in everything he does. Yeah, yeah. He he's not. Bob he's not. And 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 Shepard's not going to jump into a car he doesn't think he can win in. No, he's not going to be like. Yeah, he's like. He so looks like because, a hunkish. Right. So if he raced for Chris, if he raced for Chris Larson, and Chris Larson's like, hey, watch this late model go race. If if Matt doesn't think that he has a legit shot at winning, he's probably going to tell Chris Larson to take that new late model and stick it up. You know where. Yeah, and then oh, I just hired Matt Shepard. <laughs> yeah. I tell you now, to be honest with you, I tell you who would do well and might and might pull off a win is our little buddy, the Colonel Mike Maresca. Uh, no shit. I mean, Mike, he's, only a, he's only a late model driver before he was a modified driver and did quite well. Actually, <laughs> yeah. he was kind of both. Yeah, no, not, he went out west, Western Pennsylvania, was kind of smacking him around a little bit. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you would do. I think you would do well. I like to see that happen. What? Um, Reska back in a late model. And and the forty four and that forty four Halmar late model. Oh, yeah, let let me show you. Yeah, I would love to see that. Let me show you how it's done, boy. Yeah, here you go. Get out of my way, you freaking Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I cool. can I can only race on the Super Dirt Short Track Series. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't. I still can't figure out why he, why Stu is like kind of like iffy, not iffy, but not as good on the Super Dirt series as he is with the Dale series. I've been trying to ponder: is it the tires differences? Is it his no, style? Because, what is no, it? No, no, because Friesen's majority of Friesen's career has been on Hoosiers, hasn't it? Running up north, I would assume. Yes. Most of his career is on Hoosiers. So what's what's the problem? And he's ran the dirt car series full time before. Got his ass handed to him. He was the rookie of the year in 2004 or 2005, I think. But he could beat Matt Shepard. Uh, Matt Shepard was rookie of the year 2003. <laughs> what do you think of that, Spenifer? 
<laughs> okay, uh, so what is so yeah, all right, so, so the tires uh, not so the tire, what is it? So so check this out. Check this out. So from I forget the I think from nineteen I wanna say from nineteen ninety nine to present day, Stuart Friesen only has twenty five Super Dirt Car Series victories. Wait, say that again, please. From 1999, well, I guess you would say from 2005 when he was a rookie. From 2005 to present, Stuart Friesen only has 25 career Super Dirt Car victories. In 16 years. 25, yeah, 25. What, is, what, what does Shepard have, like 80? Uh, 71. All right, I, was, I wasn't too far off. Who's second on that list, you know? Well, yeah, Matt Shepard's second. Is Matt, she- Matt Shepard second to himself? No, he's second to Brett Hearn on that list. Who? <laughs> Brett Hearn. You know, your buddy? Uh, Yeah, he's got over 100. Yeah, 100 and... I forget what that I'm like. 120 or something like that? Yeah, I think it's like 116, somewhere around there. All right, let, let's go, Matt. You got, you got some work to do here. Uh, that's a lot. Sense. That's another 45 wins, though. That's a lot. That is a lot, considering the most super dirt car victories Matt's had in one season's 10. Yeah, so he would have to do Which is a lot. He could do it in four and a half years, tie him at least. Yeah, they just have to be able to run. <laughs> yes. You got to figure, you know. No last year. Hearns never had that to where Shepard pretty much got robbed of all his chances this year. Right. Car right. Hearn wasn't driving during the pandemic. Right. Exactly. So it, it, it's doable. I mean, not only is it doable, it's going to happen. I can tell you right now, it's going to happen. Does he? Uh, does he tie it? Does he tie or break uh, Hearn's uh, eight championships? He breaks it. By how much? That one's tough because I don't know how long he's going to race for. I would say I would say by at least two. So he's going to get ten. He's got three more in him before he calls it a career. I think so. All right, don't forget, Matt Williamson, Eric Rudolph. I know. I know. You got these other hungry guys who are going to be coming up eventually, too. Yeah, you do. But you, never, you never know yeah. about Phelps, either. Phelps could sneak another championship or get a championship there, gotta, too. It, it wouldn't so shock me. But okay, okay. That's the got to think, too. You know, dirt cars always had great talent. Oh, absolutely. To me, it was and, the, that was the gene pool. And, uh, and, Jennifer's Doug Hoffman won a championship, came and hung with the boys and took a championship and, and if you look at shepherd's championships he he's had two runs of of two batches of a consecutive championship so he won three in a row and then didn't win it two years and then won four in a row i mean so, he's, he's really cherry picking on that series he is he is he's, right, just, he's such a know, cherry picker we need to find, we need to tell him he's gonna find a better series with better drivers <laughs> yeah what is this this is this is a bunch of sportsmen jerk off what is this shit Maybe okay, yeah, you go down, go down the line. Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. Gonna be Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're you're yeah. such a cherry picker. Yeah, I mean, just the 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 shade people throw at him just because they're Stuart Friesen fans is ridiculous. Oh God, it's uh, it, I'm telling you, this is Danny Johnson, Brett Hearn, and this is great. This is good. I love it. I love oh. a good rivalry. I do. I love it. I'll give. Uh, I don't. I'm not a fan of. Stuart I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the driver who has the least people who like him. Like if you really, if there's more Stu fans, then I'm going. I'm a Matt Shepard fan. Oh, there's definitely more Stu fans. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and plus Matt Shepard agreed to come on the show and like hung out with us, so that's even better. And he just sent me a T-shirt. Yeah, but you paid for it. I didn't pay for it. Okay, Tara paid for it. Tara paid for it. Oh, yeah, Terry. Yeah, your wife paid for it. It's actually a really nice shirt. It's like, like a, I said, you paid. I have the box set. It's like a, Black Lives Matter. So it's like a, it's like a, like a champion, like a, like a dry fit type material shirt. Nice. Oh wow. Fancy. Yeah, I bet it is. I'm jealous. I'm never gonna whoop one up you on the Shepherd gear. Never. I might. Never. Even, you know, matter of fact, I'm not even gonna gonna try. Never. My you open my closet, it's Matt Shepard. <laughs> yeah. oh, actually, you actually yeah. my, my my Brett Kersley gear is starting to <laughs> is starting to creep up in there too. Yeah, he's he's down. I got I got all kinds of shirts. And my, my, shirt my, Ryan, my Ryan my Jennifer stuff. My Ryan right. Uh-huh. Right, Jennifer. Yeah. The Ryan Creighton collection's getting up there too. So is mine. 
And then I got some stragglers in there, you know. I got some, some that, like... Some, some one-offers, you know, that I would probably never buy a shirt, but they gave me one for free, so... Yeah, I definitely... That's usually, like, a, a night-night shirt for me or something. <laughs> night-night shirt. <laughs> yeah, night-night. usually when I get the Tara. Like, here, you got a shirt. Yeah, yeah, who is it that... Don't worry about it. Blow your nose in it, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Here, Parker, shit in this. I don't care. <laughs> don't worry, I've barely heard of the driver, so you probably have never yeah, heard of the driver. <laughs> yeah. But I thought you liked Neil Williams. <laughs> dude, I wish, honestly, dude, uh, Neil, if you're listening, you're probably not. Uh, you you got to get some shirts, bro. I would I would totally buy a Neil Williams shirt. I, I would totally take a free one, extra large. <laughs> <laughs> You'll take anything for free. Actually, I got to put. I, gotta yeah, put I my- would too, wouldn't I? I guess he would. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. I don't think he'd take a Brett Hearn free shirt. Yes, he would. Yeah, uh, sometimes you just gotta. He might wear it inside out, but he'll take it. <laughs> I'm not, that thing's not even coming to my body. I might as well wear an Ohio State shirt too. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> or a Tom Brady jersey, Mangina jersey. <laughs> All right, kids, we're gonna wrap this up because Jennifer's tired. Yeah, okay. She's, she's being bitchy right now. I really oh, don't want to listen to it. Stop talking about yourself. Like th- yeah. I'd like to thank Dwayne Howard. We'd like to thank Dwayne Howard for coming on. Great interview. Um, next week, we have Mike Goulart coming on, so stay tuned. For Mike Clark Griswold. Later. Jennifer the Ghost. Houseman. <laughs> I'm the mouth, and you've been Black Flag. Shut the f*** up!